0: She got a push-up. She got a push-up. Wait, like the ice cream? Like the ice like cream. The ice cr-
1: Look at her hand. She walked in and got a push-up. I she love got push-ups. A, I
0: love this girl.
1: Well, I, I love orange sherbet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Orange sherbet is amazing.
1: It's not sherbet. It's sherbet. It, it's sherbet?
0: Yeah. Is that how you say it? There's
1: no R in there.
0: Are you kidding me? So all these years I've been saying it all wrong? All
1: these years. Listen to me. <laughs> is this the... It's sherbert? Sure sherbet? Sherbet. Sherbet. But everyone says it wrong. It's like the entire world agreed to say it wrong.
0: I had a guy that I worked with named John, and he worked in D.C., and he was a major, an English major, went to West Virginia, and he says people say Chase Lounge wrong, too. It's called, like,
1: Shea Lou or something like that. Oh, Well, screw him, too. (laughs) It's car con carne.
0: Let's eat in this car.
1: So, uh, here we are. Uh, we are in Skokie, Illinois, a scenic town by any anyone's standards. Anybody's. Uh, anybody's standards. We're at Herm's Palace, which is an actual palace. It's a palace. Uh, the girl eating a push-up is
0: kind of royalty. Yes, she's royalty. That girl just came out of the car with barely anything on and owned it and walked in, and we both said what? She, What's she going to order?
1: Yes, and it, it, it was hard to even guess because this is a very decadent place. I mean, gyros and Italian beef and Mexican, they have
0: everything. It's almost like, you know, when you go to uh, like any kind of Greek restaurant or or delis that are owned by Greeks and the menu is like 86 pages long.
1: Yeah. I should mention you are Tim Virgin. Oh, I'm sorry. As we begin the show, (laughs) as we go stampeding into it, you are Tim Virgin. You are the afternoon personality on The Loop 97.9. You were an old friend of mine. Love you, uh, and this is really this is very much like the old days, or even the new days at, at the Loop. Two of us talking on microphones in a car in a yeah. parking lot, just like the old days. Just like the old days. I mean, that's why I can't shut up. I'm this so is, excited. This is just like the Q101 studio back yes. in like 1998. <laughs> it
0: really is. I expect Vast to Except be coming in the this back This actually seat. has a window. Yeah. <laughs> vast. I love that. <laughs>
1: Faster. I, oh,
0: I like that guy. What's his name? John Crosby or something Crosby? Yes. Ah, yes. I'm good. You're You're usually the one that remembers all that stuff. That
1: that is true. This is John Crosby. And then, all right, so some quick Tim Virgin history. Uh, You're at The Loop now. Yes. Uh, You are, for lack of a better way of saying it, you're a well-traveled radio personality. Yes.
0: I was one of the people in radio that, like, uh, didn't want to ever go back home because my dad said, I told you so.
1: So (laughs) I just kept going. Well, yeah, I remember when I started going down the radio path, my grandfather tried to convince me to go into retail, like sell shoes. Anything, right? It, really, anything other than this. <laughs> Investment banking, working yep. at Herm's Palace, it would whatever been, a, it took. It would have been a joy for him to see you flip a salami like I just got.
0: Uh-huh. It's unbelievable. So,
1: so, yeah. So so fear of I told you so kept you bouncing around the country.
0: It was. and, and You know what? And it's so funny because I always said um, to my dad about this kind of stuff, like I said, uh, that he did me a favor by saying that. He, he felt bad towards the end of his life about it, but like... Literally, it helped me. It motivated me because I didn't want him to say, okay, see, I told you.
1: So you were in St. Louis. uh, You are in San Diego, which, by the way, I'm going to San Diego next week for an overnight. It's amazing. I haven't been there in years. It's just the nicest place in the world except it's very clicky. If you live there, it's a very clicky city. Well, I've been working out. (laughs) Right. You'll be good there. Perhaps you've noticed my abs. Yes. Yes. Actually, speaking of my abs, speaking of my my bare chest, actually, um, I went to the doctor a couple months ago. And the doctor was concerned because my blood pressure was high. I don't know if eating a lot of red meat has anything to do with high blood pressure. Perhaps, but the point is, I had really high blood pressure, so he had me go in. those shorts are falling down her hips. I know, but she's looking at us, and i'm I'm trying not you see me trying not
0: to look at her uh-huh Isn't that's on that, un, very ontem virgin she, me. Yeah,
1: she's not looking at us because we're us. she's looking at us because our dome light is on, and we're talking in microphones. There's in actually microphones
0: microphone set up in the car, like, and they're very phallic. I mean, let me say, and these the things that connect them are very phallic. They are. But they're nice. And it does look kind
1: of weird that we're just sitting in a parking lot talking to each other. Doing, doing a radio show. Now she's talking on the phone now. I, th- I, I can read lips. There are two douchebags in the car next to me. Yes. Uh-huh. Doing a podcast or
0: something. <laughs> or I'm something. trying to get out of here as quick as I can before my push-up melts. Yeah, I
1: think they're gay and the one with the beard is clearly a bear. Right. <laughs> 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 I <guess> I am. <laughs> <laughs> Roar. So on another bear like topic. So my doctor was concerned I had high blood pressure, so he sent me in for you know, the blood work and an EKG. I'd never had an EKG before. Oh that's where they're all right. Well it's no big deal right. really. I mean they, they just put a bunch of band aids on normal you though. that are hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I go to Evanston Hospital this past weekend for my E K G and I'm brought into the room. Doctor walks me in, he said, Oh can you you know roll up your shirt for me. I do I'm not very smooth. I'm a hairy guy. Yeah, and he said, "Oh, you know, yeah." I hate to say it. But yep, I, I know have where to this shave it. Yes. So now, uh, you know, after dinner when we get together and disrobe, you'll notice <laughs> I just have two awkward badges. bear patches. <laughs> and uh, you know, like I can grow a beard in a day. Yeah. The chest hair doesn't grow as fast. No, it does I not. Ju- I want this to speed up faster than I can ever possibly explain. I kind
0: of kind of see the 40-year-old virgin thing Absolutely. Happening. That's exactly what it is. But it was the, just the awkwardness. Mm-hmm. You know, of the whole thing of a man-on-man shave.
1: <laughs> right. It's kind of... That was the name of my first adult feature, by the way. That's nice. <laughs> I went to
0: the doctors a couple weeks ago, and it was a GI doctor, okay? And the first thing GI doctors want to do is just stick their finger right in your butthole. Wait, this isn't a military doctor. This is a gastrointestinal. No, I went gastrointestinal doctor at Rush.
1: And i got a new one because By the Oh, speaking of Rush, this year, anniversary of 2112. Proceed. (laughs) Exactly.
0: That's so weird.
1: (laughs) And, uh, of course, um,
0: it's a dream in pornos to have a hot doctor walk in. But when it's reality, and you know that you're going to talk about uh, uh, intestinal fluids and butt stuff, you don't want the hottest girl doctor you've ever seen in your life walk in the room. Well, Tim Virgin
1: got her. and But, uh, but uh, doctor, I mean, these women who are doctors and yes. men, they're so detached from they, I said it you're to her. Just, you're just a she patient. She said
0: exactly that to me because she was young, she was beautiful, and it was obvious that I was maybe staring too long into her eyes while she was asking Doing me about what Tim color Burgen my thing. poop is. Yeah. And I said, look. Hey, wait, wait, what? stop. Yes. What, they asked. What? What? Which yeah, because it? they want to know if it's blood in it, if it's dark okay. stool, if it's right. light stool. I said, well, at oh, wait, 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 blood stool and light stool, awesome metal bands. <laughs> <laughs> so on top on top of this, I said at times, especially lately, dark. And she says, well, that's the key for me to do you know what to you. And I said, wow, not even dinner. <laughs> and literally, wait, wait, wait.
1: What's, what's what's you know what they put the finger inside of you to see. But that, that happens in your normal adult. Well, then maybe she liked me.
0: Think- so the uncomfortableness of me laying sideways, yep, and then yep. pull your pants down. Yeah, you're smacking the rubber glove on her fingers. Grab your knees. Uh, grab your knees. And she, I said, Doc, uh, is this? It doesn't bother me because I've had it done a few times. And she says, Well, it's usually the younger ones that have an issue with it. So I'm glad I'm old, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that uh, it, it was a fine young uh, female finger. It's a little easier to accept. Uh, I'm just I'm just glad for your dark stools. Really. <laughs> they match your dark heart. Do you think my do you think my salami sandwich is gonna ensue some dark stool?
1: I I guarantee it. Uh, there's no better time to open up our food than right, yes! right this second. That's uh, amazing. So Tim, you've never been here. I've been I've never here. Been been a here. A bunch. Tell me a
0: little background about it. You know what, uh, like-
1: Herms has been here forever. There used to be two Herms on Dempster Street. There was Big Herms and Herms Palace, uh, right across the street from one another. Herms uh,
0: Palace, obviously.
1: Prevailed. Uh, and Herm's Palace over the years has grown to the point where they're selling booze and they're open until 10 p.m. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I mean, for encased meats, they got the hot dogs and Polish down. Uh, you got, at my suggestion, the fried salami. Yes. And I haven't had one of these for a long time since now, I was little. Now, I went with a Polish that has pastrami on it.
0: Look at how amazing this is. Look Can at I this, show dude. You this?
1: Oh, this is great. Should
0: we take pictures of this?
1: Sure. Yeah. Girl it up. Take a picture yeah. of her food. Say, yeah. Because people love pictures of food. Oh, my God. I mean, can you find that stuff on the Internet? <laughs> All right.
0: I'm literally my salami. If 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 you can see this, my salami. Let's put this together. Put them together. Okay. Hold on. Then it'll be an easy one picture shot. Um, You guys can pull this up. The one on the right is the salami. The one on the left is a Polish with pastrami on it. So mine's, mine's salami with pickle and mustard. Yeah. And he, he
1: suggested that. He, he, he did. He didn't really give us a chance to say what we wanted on it. You guys, you want, to just say you guys it? want mustard and pickle, right? Yeah. Should we
0: just go for this? I mean, I don't know how to... Yeah, speak. I just...
1: Use that... There's collapse. a funny
0: way to, when you fry salami, you have to do that slice in the... You have to, like, butterfly it. Yeah, you got to butterfly. Uh-huh. It. it has to be butterfly. Uh,
1: uh, Speaking uh, of butterfly, in between your radio gigs, you worked in uh, in the record business. You were yeah. working in crazy town, weren't you? Yeah. Speaking of butterfly. How do you know that? <laughs> That was one of
0: my first things. Come, my lady, come, mm-hmm. come, my lady. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes, Columbia Records, 1998,
1: 99, something like that. Yeah. Because I remember i remember vividly, for whatever reason, seeing you at South by Southwest that year.
0: Yeah. And having to go around and push Crazy Town on people.
1: But by the way, those guys are a bunch of clean living role models, aren't they?
0: <laughs> Look, if it wasn't for the lead singer, Dr. Droob's Rehab season one and two would have never happened. <laughs> Let's be honest about that. Oh, my God. Good? Oh, my God, dude. This is amazing. Because usually it's easy to dry out the salami when you cook salami.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pastrami and a Polish. I mean, that's
1: crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. I got to admit, James, that's a little gluttonous. Oh, it's completely gluttonous. Well, I was telling you as we were waiting, I have a sandwich here. It's the uh, grilled cheeseburger, which is a cheeseburger in between two grilled sandwiches. Grilled cheese sandwiches instead of a bun. I mean, how does this sound in the microphone? Us chewing, mmm, awful. It's repugnant. Yeah. Um, it, it makes for a horrible listening experience. Can keep, I ask you a question? Going. Yeah.
0: You've done this on how many podcasts so far?
1: I don't know. Probably, uh, probably fifty. Who's the plus. most revolting sounding eater? Oh, probably me. I'm the one who's closest to the mic. <laughs> but you know, this is. You know it, what? Can we do this and go to Poochie's too? Uh, Poochie's is a great place, also in Skokie. Uh, Also on Dempster. Right down the street from where we are. They're not open too late, but um, they do this grilled hot dog and uh, cheddar fry that's just insane. Uh Yeah. Well, I like places that have
0: history like this. Mm -hmm. And I like to rate a lot of the places like this on their fried foods. Why? It's very deep. Because I learned a lot on the Food Channel about different kinds of oils <laughs> and when you change oil. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the places that like have good like fried chicken or good like chicken fingers and this may sound disgusting. I don't think they change their oil very much. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure i think you're right. it gives it to the favor. It gives it the flavor, right? Could be. So, it could be a bad thing. But it's all about the taste. I mean, this is so simple and it's so good. How was Cheap Trick? By the way, it was uh, it was good. I love Cheap Trick, but they did something a little different than usually bands. Usually bands that have been around that long usually like scatter their hits out. Uh huh. They kind of did everything, and then the last like five songs are all it's all every single one of their hits. And I don't think I stayed that long. (laughs) So, um, but other than that, they were great. His son is really good on the drums. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I've seen Cheap Trick a couple times over the years. Dax Nielsen. <laughs> to Cheap Trick's credit, mm-hmm. they are not; a, they don't want to be a nostalgia band. No, they, they do They're always playing new material. Yeah. They do, they, they're they not like a summer street festival band. Right, right. And they make a really strong point on stage of doing yeah. sets like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, but if, if you're going for the hits. Well, these
0: two guys are walking in, and they gave us a thumbs up because you know. we have microphones. Uh-huh. We're rapping about salami. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I love this place. All right, so Cheap Trick, mm-hmm. how, how crowded was Metro that night? Very crowded. I can't imagine.
0: I'm not going to say that I paid the door guy to let some more people from the loop in to the <laughs> VIP section. I will never say that. I want Joe Shanahan to ever think that I'm i doing something like that in this establishment. That's a thing that can be done? Dude, there are so many mm. shortcuts. and There is so <laughs> many. Look at how many years we've been around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of—sometimes it's kind of—is this bad that I get kind of egoed, like get get a little hurt? Sometimes when you go to the same place over and over again, there's a new bouncer, and you've got to kind of reintroduce yourself as the guy that's always been there for 15
1: years, and he wasn't. This is clearly a first-world problem. Yeah. <laughs> Dude,
0: I haven't been on a guest
1: list in like 15 years, so cry me a river.
0: Oh. Well, that's another thing I want people to know, because you and I have been in the radio business a long time. Mm-hmm? The days of getting on, just getting free tickets and things like that, they're gone. You're absolutely no bueno. <laughs> if I could at least get on a guest list, I kind of have to beg. And you would think the afternoon guy from The Loop would just be out every, like, tonight. Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. David Gilmore's playing. Mm-hmm. I'm eating a hot dog with you, buddy. <laughs> and it's not that my schedule was full before. It was not even. No, I wasn't going.
1: Well, if it makes you feel any better, Gilmore's past couple albums have been snores. Yeah. Total snores. And he gets he's getting a little ego-y. Oh, and in the interviews. I kind of like the cheap trick thing. You're going to have to earn those Pink Floyd songs in concert. Yeah. <laughs> And there's nothing pleasurable about going to see live music at the United Center. No, there really is nothing pleasurable about that. Thank
0: you. Thank mm-hmm. you for saying that.
1: I'm here to help. Class half full, dude.
0: I like Metro sound the other day. I I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. It's a Metro. What's your favorite sounding room in the city of Chicago? It's Metro. It's a Metro. That's easy.
1: By far. It's totally easy. By far the Metro. So, i known you for all these years. Yeah. There's a part of me that wants to believe... That the Tim Virgin voice is not a real voice, and you go home and your voice is something different. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm Tim. I think my voice is different on the radio. I don't know. What's the thing?
0: You know what it is, and people don't realize when you put headphones on, mm-hmm. you kind of change your voice a little bit. You do. You do. And it's not. It's a mental. It's not a mental. You just don't know you're doing
1: it. Hey, it's Tim Virgin. <laughs> what's up, brother?
0: It's exactly what it is.
1: Sorry, I'm gonna get on my bike, bang a hooker, my
0: motorcycle,
1: and call up a back page hooker. (laughs) Hopefully, I like. like Hopefully, it's really you in the picture. (laughs) My joke, my joke wasn't good enough. You had to add a layer of specificity to it. Well, James, I want you to know that I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay, buddy, I've done research. I'm trying to exist in your milieu,
0: and uh, I'm going to tell you right now.
1: This is really good,
0: but it's going to cause some problems for me. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, you know, it doesn't everything good in life really. Yes, yes, <laughs> it goes through some pain. Mm-hmm.
0: I even brought lactate pills just in case I wanted a milkshake. <laughs> That's how prepared for this podcast I was.
1: They do have shakes, don't they? Yeah,
0: they do have shakes <laughs> and malts. I love <laughs> a oh, good malt. Malt. Mm-hmm. malt is the way to go. I agree. Do you think the young generation even know what malt is. I think so. Do you? I do. I don't think I hear malt anywhere in the language of young. Teams. I don't. I don't think I heard malt as I was growing up. It was just something. Really? Like, yeah. I love malted milk balls. Mm. I mean, really good ones. There's mm-hmm. only one brand. Whoppers. Pop, right, whoppers. That's it.
1: Speaking of Whoppers, of the, the non-malted milk ball kind, I was at. Uh, I went to a, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane yesterday, oh. which was awesome.
0: John, I heard of an interview with him.
1: Boy, John Goodman's so good. Uh, but before the movie, there was a commercial for the angriest Whopper, the new Burger King Whopper.
0: Oh, dude! Where the what? bun is
1: like has hot sauce baked into it. Yeah, is it wrong? Yes. No, it is. No, hang on. I don't care what you're ever going to go into, but go ahead. Is it wrong that I kind of want to try it? Because no, it's not wrong. Because I think the Whopper is kind of tasty. Well, just so you know,
0: just yesterday McDonald's came out with the. Gigantamac, is that what yeah. it's called? Uh like the Gigamac. Giga
1: Mac. But it's not available in the US. So what? Yeah, I think it's just a Japanese thing. It's like but the- if what wouldn't I bet you the
0: well look I'm gonna tell you right now, the king has got something going up on the golden arches and that clown if they don't try to bring out that Giga Whopper Gigamac Giga Mac against the big whopper.
1: Alright, so Guns N' Roses tour. Thoughts? Transition? Good.
0: <laughs> um I really was afraid. I'm really still afraid that he's not going to go on until like midnight on shows. Well, that's a legitimate fear. It's a legitimate fear. I gotta say, do you say, think they're going to last all the way through?
1: I do. Uh, watching that that troubadour clip, yeah, it looked kind of great. No, it
0: was no, it wasn't kind of. It was and, and that's pretty, pretty amazing, pretty great, and he sounded good. Uh huh. Okay, he sounds the best he's going to sound at where he's at in his life. Without a doubt, without a doubt, better than I thought it was going to sound. Everybody wrote that. You should like even the comments. People are like, okay, kind of impressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> like people were like legitimately saying that. And I know a couple of people that actually went to the show and they said, it's just fun to see them on stage. Do you remember, and It really is. You I'm going remember, to see them in Coachella, by the way. You're going to Coachella? Yeah. First have you, weekend. Have you been to Coachella before? 11 times. It sounds like hell on earth to me. No. No. No, 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 no. It's hell on earth if you stay there all day. Okay? Coachella is not like. Uh, Bonnaroo? L- L- Bonnaroo. No, Bonnaroo is a nightmare. No, Bonnaroo.
1: Yeah, I, I take it back. Hell Bonnaroo is hell on earth. is hell on earth. Coachella just seems like a pain in the ass. Bonnaroo seems like yeah, hell yeah, on earth.
0: Yeah. No, uh, here's why. And this is what's probably going to bug you. It's just the L.A. people. But it's so much fun because I never go all day long. I'm always next to, like, because in Coachella and in the Indio Valley and all that stuff, you you get houses. Like people rent houses, so you like you're Airbnb all, stuff. Yes, okay. Airbnb stuff, and then you lay by the pool, and then you're like, "Oh, we'll go see the headliners because we have VIP passes." So okay. then you go to VIP. Okay, here's the fun part of Coachella. So you'll see people from Corey Feldman to like A-list stars, to and they're just wandering around you, aimlessly. Like last year, Jeff Gordon was standing next to me, the race car driver, yeah. with his beautiful Italian wife, and Drake came out. Okay. Just that alone, Tim Virgin standing next to a small yet uh, very successful race car driver with a beautiful Italian wife watching Drake. And I said out loud, wow, this is horrible, right? (laughs) I said, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And Jeff Gordon leans over to me. He goes, thank you, man. Thank you. Like his wife was holding him hostage to stand there. And then she's like, it is good. Stop that. Like smacking him. And I'm like, no, I'm leaving. He goes, can I come with you? And I walked Yeah, away. you're driving. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're driving. There it is. But you see you have moments like that in L.A.
1: But it is very cheesy. Very, very cheesy. But my understanding of it is it's far removed from civilization. Like, it's a painting. Far It's a polo field
0: in the middle of, you know, Palm Springs, you know? But also, there's such beautiful things to see there.
1: You are... A lover, and observer. Of, you're you're like the, a one man Audubon Society. You are yes, a, a nature enthusiast. Yes, I am. Thank you. Yeah. And I uh, love God's creatures. You do? all of them, from sea otters
0: to beavers, I, to giraffes and elephants. The
1: horn dog, part of Tim version, never went away.
0: Never goes away. <laughs> I'm, uh I have my own worst nightmare. Like when I first started doing gigs in radio, mm-hmm. there would always be that like 50 year old guy with a shirt open a little bit still <laughs> going to like 21 year old clubs hanging out there you don't want to be that guy well uh, yeah, i do you, kinda, you I, no no i'm like I, I said i was never gonna be it but sometimes i think oof, kind of closed him you know and thank god classic rock is around because it kind of
1: pushed me into that era where i'm well, good classic, and i stay away from here's the great thing about classic rock i grew up on classic rock here in chicago so did i that, that was just a rite of passage yeah. i mean, you you had to have a mastery of that music growing yes. up. Yes, and I was lucky. I, I was of an age where you know I remember when John Bonham died. Like I, yep. like Zeppelin was still current when I was into music. But yeah, that that music was still like it was the same. We, was, we were yeah I grew up in Cleveland, and it was the
0: same thing for me there. Like MMS was a very big thing. And you know, it was at the end of the eighties when I started getting into because eighties hairband stuff really blew to me. Yeah. And then, so what do you do? It's like it's doing now. Like, kids are referring back to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. They're referring back
1: to Jimi Hendrix, back to, you know, Marley,
0: back to all that stuff again.
1: I remember uh, Record City, also in Skokie, uh, Houston, Oakton. Amazing. Um, I used to go there, and they would sell these big tapestries, these big silk tapestries with, like, band logos or album covers. yep. And we used to think those were the coolest things. Totally. Um, I had the 2112. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. I um, also had Adam and the Ants, Prince Charming, a little bit of a disconnect. Well, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Uh, and Zeppelin won. But you got Adam and the Ants won, so that's good. That's better than Adam and And let's face it, the Prince Charming album, pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah? yeah. No, no,
0: I agree. I agree. We've all had things. Uh, I like um, I Know There's Something Going On. Phil Collins, Frieda. Frida. Drums of Frida. Yeah. One of my favorite songs ever. Uh, guilty
1: Pleasure. Okay, okay, stop Or there. awesome. Stop. <laughs> a long time ago, I, I, I uh, see if you join me on this one. Yeah. I gave up on the idea of guilty pleasures. I hear people say it all the time, and I realize there's so much in my library, so much I listen to that would be a guilty pleasure to another. Screw it. It's stuff I like. Yeah. I, I stuff, you, no, no, I
0: agree with you. It's kind of like when people go, with all due respect. Right. No, you're
1: just going to me anyways with whatever you're going to just say to me to me a guilty pleasure is something you truly should be feel guilty about like gary glitter i like some of his songs that's a guilty pleasure because i know he's a child molester right absolutely you know what yes i agree a thousand percent on you but you know if you if you want to talk about the genesis self-titled album with mama okay not an artistic achievement but I'm down with a alien. I'm way down with
0: illegal alien. I'm down or with Or Home by the sea.
1: sea. Home by the Sea. Come on. Come on.
0: on. <laughs> that was one of my first four <laughs> one of my first four shows I've ever seen was The Mama Tour. Yeah. Uh, and you know, remember when you turn the lights off and he goes, ha 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 I remember that? It's a love, I to love that I would yeah. say
1: Genesis threw that album. Solid. Solid. Three sides live, one of my
0: favorites. Really? When the land lies down on Broadway stuff with Peter, I'm not down. I'm not down with Foxtrot. not any of that stuff. Not a Gabriel It's fan. not a Gabriel. Collins was my guy. I was a drummer, though. Mm. And I really, him and Chester Thompson, very uh, big deal to me, those two guys. Holy
1: crap, that, that Abacab album, uh, Dodo Lurker. Yes. Greats, Everything. Uh, another record. I used to love <laughs> all that stuff.
0: <laughs> but we play on the loop. Sometimes we'll play, uh, because the old loop used to play Genesis. Sure. They played Genesis. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was Phil Collins, it was Genesis, it was Police. It was very like a co- like other cities that played classic rock weren't as poppy a little bit like at, at, at a time where yeah. The Loop
1: was back in the day. You know? Oh, but yeah. I mean, the Colin Solo stuff. Uh, progressive yeah. prog rock here was big. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like when I first discovered the band UK, which was this big prog band with uh, yep. John Wetton and Eddie yeah. Jobson and Terry Bozio. Yes. Then I was like in eighth grade. I'm like, this is amazing. And then right. someone explained, well, that's, that's
0: prog rock. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah, totally cool. My brother was super into Genesis. And then it was Emerson Lake, by uh, Palmer. I was like, eh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not eh. But then it was um, Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then I it was never... Asia. And I was like, whoa, what's this kind of stuff? You know, I,
1: I never fell in with Yes.
0: You never fell in with Yes? Although. I like 90190215. What was it? was yeah, yeah, uh, I did see Yes last nine, summer.
1: Yes. And they've got you know a ringer, uh, a John Anderson really? ringer yeah. singing, who's really good. Um, <laughs> but they did a couple songs that connected with me that night. I went back and listened to them. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Leave <laughs> it. I love that song. That's <laughs> a fine song. But, uh, <laughs> no, you I, don't. You said fine. It's okay. You can admit no, there, There's a song of drama that they played. I can't remember the name, but it was really good. So. I, in hindsight, I've kind of gone back yeah. and I, I've reinvestigated some of Yes's catalog. And there's good stuff in there. But I was a big Genesis fan. I'm still a big Genesis fan. And,
0: you know, Just a Job to Do is one of my favorite songs. Oh, ever. my God. And that was in Miami Vice, that scene uh-huh. where they're chasing him. You know, and Phil was in Miami Vice. That was a big time that was. in my life, you know? I mean, Tubbs and Crockett, if you can get on that, and your got your favorite drummer's on there, too.
1: All right, well, speaking of drums, and because I've mentioned them, where do you stand on Rush? Uh... I, I was wait. No, I grew, there, there's a pause. There's, there's a no pause. pause. I
0: love Rush. I, I'm fine with Rush. Okay. Rush was never. I was never a label. I didn't know a corporate rock label was till I was older. Wait, wait. Rush isn't corporate rock. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like uh, Boston and all those guys. That's but then corporate Rush rock. is what? Prague. What is Rush? Prague. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. I'm fine with them. I'm great. They're not. I. Here's the thing about Rush. Live. I I, I, I get. I'm done. Okay, because when you, when you have intermissions in your concerts, there's a there's a limit to things. I mean, I could like anything a lot, but intermissions, it's too much for me. I understand that. They do play for... A... Are you sad that Neil Peart is no longer? I, I get it.
1: Who's, I get it, too, but who would ever replay Should they no just one. stop? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, I think so, too. I absolutely. think they should just call it. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, those sets are very long, and it's not like they're a very physical band to watch on stage. It's not yeah. like... Yeah. They I, just stand in one place. Uh-huh. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it, too. I do. But, but I will say, I'm, I'm not a huge... I'm not into drum solos or anything, but when Neil pert plays and they put the cameras it's on... It's unbelievable, him, dude. Uh-huh.
0: He's not even real. He really is not real. It, it is
1: a superhuman skill. He's
0: superhuman, and I think because he's hurting now and he's sick and stuff, like, he got to get out
1: now. Quit. I want to
0: remember him in this way.
1: Yeah, quit while you're ahead. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. All right, so Herm's Palace... Victory, yes? Success. Victory,
0: success. Um, I will call you, and hopefully you can just put the audio of my uh, voice message that I'm going to leave you later when I'm going to have personal things <laughs> with my GI doctor to talk about later. <laughs> with But the salami was amazing, and they have other good things here. Like uh, push Yes, push-ups. And girls that... Barely were wearing shorts that
1: were falling off their And It is cold out. It's like 30 it's like degrees 30 out.
0: 30 degrees, but since it's April, they have some agenda.
1: <laughs> the, I guess. That's it. That's it, Tim. There's an agenda, clearly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Tim, thank you. And, you know, if you like this show, if you like what you heard, uh, there's more of it. Carconcarne.com, also on the Twitter at Carconcarne.
0: You're a delight. Would you ever, thank you, would you ever do this where the car actually moves? If we can figure out a way to it. If there's these a way myself. to do
1: it, I mean, yeah. I feel like there would be more editing involved. Yeah, there would be. That's too much work. People don't want it because I'd be that. focused on driving, and I'd need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take some time. I mean, the the idea with this Tim is to make it so easy that I don't have to do much editing at all. Right. because I get it. When you're That's working, what a podcast is
0: though, right? Yes.
1: When you're working for no profit, yeah, the less work you have to do, really, the better. Which is just
0: gets us into the uh, the ending of the show. If you'd like to contribute <laughs> to the. Patreon to, to, to the podcast. Uh, just uh, James's email is this, and he accepts PayPal uh, and Bitcoin. So See, that's good. Th-
1: that's a very NPR thing you just did. Thank you. Uh, this show is <laughs> sponsored through people just like you. Just like if you'd like to be part of the future right. of car-based food podcasting, right? you can contribute to Patreon. <laughs> We're there. We're there all the time. And we'll have a a CD of the first three podcasts on DVD for you. And we'll give you a tote
0: bag and a tote bag. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect ending. Thank you, James. (laughs)